This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hey friends, thanks so much for coming back to Really Riley. Appreciate you coming around in my little corner of the world where I like to talk about all things real and raw and shocking and basically the shit that makes you go, wait, what? So today I kind of wanted to talk about what's been on everybody's mouth this last week with the whole Brad and Jennifer Aniston SAG Awards reunion gimmick. Now, a lot of people like to ask me about relationship advice when I talk about things on Instagram or ask you guys what you want to hear. And I thought this was like the perfect segue to chat about it because this is, you know, sometimes my real life situation or it was before I got engaged with the whole ex drama and kissing frogs and all of that stuff. So over this last SAG Awards last week, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt had a moment where backstage... They were seen hugging. He held her hand just a little bit longer, like as she was walking away, like a don't go type of moment. And then when she was giving her speech, he was all emotional. And she had said, you know, it was really nice that he did that because she was more lumping him into a group. But she was super gracious and he really did look kind of longing. Now, the two of them were married and they split back in 2005 and the whole rumor mill was that he was hooking up with Angelina Jolie. He's now since had six kids with her or adopted some of hers and then had some more. In total, they have six kids. He has gone through a transformation where supposedly him and Angelina broke up because they had a drinking problem situation going on and he's in I am the new Brad mode. A lot of people on the internet started flipping their shit because they're like, oh my God, he wants to get back together. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I mean, I do this in Hollywood. Like, I'm still praying that Nick and Jessica get back together, even though they both have like two to three kids each and have married other people and are happy. Like, I'm not trying to pray anybody gets a divorce or anything like that. How dare I? I'm just saying it's natural for us to be like, about it. But we had a conversation about this on the air the other day, and we were talking about like how people can change, and wouldn't that be great if they got back together because she's single now, he's single now, you know, maybe they could rekindle what they once had, minus all the cheating shit, la da 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 da. So some people were asking me on Instagram, like, would you get back together with your ex? Or they were also asking me about what my thoughts are in toxic relationships. Now, before I found my Prince Charming in Marshall, I went so many rounds with the get back together, break up to make up bullshit circle. The reason I say bullshit circle for myself, because I don't like to necessarily talk about like my experiences being like the word of law in relationship, but for myself, I think it's crap. Because my philosophy is it's called breakup because it's broken. If you go to that threshold where you split, for me... It ain't never going to be repairable, especially if you take your penis and stick it somewhere it doesn't belong if you are married to me, which is essentially what Brad did with Jennifer. So 
Once upon a time, I was engaged to a different person 10 years ago that was not Marshall, and we broke up and we're split for four months. We broke up four months before our first wedding. Yes, first wedding, or the one that was supposed to be. Four months before the first wedding and got back together three months later, and he reproposed on what would have been our wedding day. I should have fucking run for the hills and hid, screaming and yelling, help, no, don't let me do this, people. But instead, I said yes, again. For the second time. So we planned another wedding. Again, four months out from the second wedding that we planned. Side note, already having lost lost a lot of money on the first one because of deposits that you don't get back. However, comma, planned another wedding. He was going to leave me four months before the second wedding. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't ever think it's a good idea to rewind the tape and keep going forward in a relationship when there's big problems like that. Problems like cheating, problems like, you know, alcoholism, which may not have been the case for Jen and Ben, but it was the case for Angie and Ben, or sorry, Angie and Brad. I'm getting all my names mixed up. To my point, I'm not a fan of the merry-go-round relationships. I think toxic relationships should end. You've learned your lesson. Go forth and conquer. Now, there are certain situations where I have had friends that have broken up And then got back together and they are married with kids and super happy. Like they split for a time and they righted their wrongs within themselves and within each other. And then it worked out and they're happily ever after. So that's why I always like to say like, listen, I am not the Messiah of relationships in any way, shape or form. But for me, again, I'll say it. It's called breakup because it's broken. You know, there was an example again before I met Marshall like two years ago that I had a boyfriend that, oh my God, was our relationship toxic. We were young. It was from like four and a half years. It was like 18 to 23. We went through so much together, like parents dying together, you know, all of these different experiences when you're young into like your early 20s. And we grew together in a lot of ways. So we had a nasty, nasty, nasty breakup before I got into radio and fixed my life because I was really the aggressor in that situation that made the relationship shitty. And then when I moved here, we somehow like rekindled on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, started talking again, and we rekindled it for a minute. Like there were there were talks of like making it work or whatever. But then after like six months of trying to rekindle it, 14 years later, we realized why we broke up in the first place. Now, granted, we're not like friends or anything today. We don't talk on a regular basis because then that would be kind of disrespectful to my fiance, but we're cool. Like we closed that book and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that the toxicity that was left in the past, we were able to realize, look, we're both good people. We're just not good people together. And I just think if you can come to that realization and move on from it, then it's like your relationship was most definitely still worth something. So that toxicity might cancel itself out. Like, listen, I'm not trying to be, you know, Dr. Phil here. I guess just in general, if somebody were to ask me like, Riley, do you think it's worth it to put yourself back out there and put together a relationship that was already broken in pieces? I sort of feel like, Broken relationships are like a piece of paper that wrinkles. Once the wrinkle is there on a piece of paper, no matter how many times you try to flatten it out, that wrinkle is always going to be there. And for me, I just feel like I'm not going to be able to go back to like lovey-dovey 
and the way things were. Like I hold a grudge with relationships. That's why I always say I left all of my relationships and all of my ex-boyfriends in another state because once they're done, I'm done with them. But it's like then people say, well, what if there's kids involved? And I'm like, okay, if something breaks in a relationship and there's a child involved, I feel like it's it does bind you together because whether or not you hate your ex, if you have a child together, you're stuck with them in some way, shape or form forever, ever, for always, for as long as you draw breath because you made a human together. Yeah. I mean, it sucks, but it's absolutely true. So if I was to be married, no, honestly, for me, I can't even say that. I can't even say that if someone cheated on me or if there was detrimental stuff within a relationship and we were married, I would have to say goodbye. I guess that's maybe just my PTSD in relationships because I literally went through so many years of people cheating on me, abusiveness, physically and mentally, drinking problems, money problems. I I went through all of that malarkey for so much of my 20s and early 30s that after I was done with it, I was just done. D-O-N-E, done. So for me, I feel like all around, once the relationship has split, it's over. I've told Marshall two things. If you ever walk out that door, you better be sure that's where you want to go because you're not walking back in. And two, I think I've told you guys this before, you stick that thing where it doesn't belong and it ain't coming back to me. So for Jen and Ben, Brad, why do I keep wanting to call him Ben? For Jen and Brad, if they were to get together, I feel like they have been apart for 20 years, so hopefully the spark that was there would still be there, but I feel like Jennifer is a smarter woman. I feel like she's like cordial and sweet, but she's probably not going back around that merry-go-round. She's probably like, yep, I had him in his prime, and now we done. <laughs> Kidding, but not really. So, yeah. In closing, y'all, I am not a fan of bringing back the relationship once it's gone. 20 years from now, 10 years from the day you broke up, a year, six months, but that's just me. But I'm going to keep this one short this week, y'all. I hope you enjoyed it. And I always like to tell you this at the end of my podcast that if you have anything you want to hear more of or anything you want to hear less of, or if you have any ideas or if you have any of your stories that you want to add to or contribute, the DMs are always open for the clean stuff, y'all. You can hit me up on social media at Riley Couture. That's R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then Snapchat is at Radio Recon. Appreciate y'all for coming back and listening. I love you. Uh, And please do me a favor and subscribe to Really Riley wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks, y'all. Talk to you next week. It's Really Riley.